0: No, just talking about how people think we're rich, because- Oh yeah, just all the money that comes in. Hey, you know, yeah, that, that's far from the, and I, 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 t- I t- tell my guys all the time, and my wife is like, oh, you know, I mean, made, we made, we passed 10 million and this, and that's like, if I'm being honest, it's probably the brokeest I've ever been, because we're at the highest risk. Yes. Yeah, we we brought some home, but if we were to, you know, sit there and kind of figure A out- what, what, what risk we yeah. were at, this shit could go to zero like tomorrow. Yes. I mean, I had, like. Dope. All right, another episode of Adversity Kings.
1: And today we have special guest. Alex Guzman. Alex Guzman and owner of Landscaping Experts. Landscaping experts. And what, what's your guys' territory? How how what do you guys <clears throat> cover?
0: So we're located out of uh, Jolie, Illinois, but we cover anything with if it's within one hour. So we come yeah. here. So it's uh, Wheaton, Glen Allen, Lombard, yeah. um, Downers. So anything within one one hour one hour radius we cover. Yeah. Dope, yeah dude. dope dope so
1: you know you mentioned before we got got the podcast rolling that you got started around seven or eight years old now I want to go back before that where where were you born and raised and where are your parents from
0: uh, so I was uh, I was born in Mexico okay in uh, Jalisco and then when I was two I think it was about two or three years old yeah. they brought me here and then I was raised here in the United States okay cool. uh, I was raised in uh, Mel- Melrose Park. Okay. Right by Stone Park. Yeah, yeah. Heard a lot <clears throat> Heard a lot about there. So what? mom, dad, who are you closest to growing up? Uh, Definitely dad. Definitely dad? Yeah, till okay. this day. Till this day? Let's yeah. go. And then how many siblings do you have? So I have uh, two more brothers and two sisters, and I had, I had a uh, brother that died when he was... So I, I, uh, I wasn't born, yet, so he would have been, I think, 30... I'm 32 now. He yeah. would have been 37. Okay, wow. But it's two, so it's five of us. Yeah, let's go. And so, what's everybody else do? Uh, My uh, brother, he's out in the city, Chicago. He's a general contractor. Okay. He builds anything from a a Starbucks, uh, you know, a kitchen, just about anything that has to do with construction. Okay. What about the other four? Right. Uh, My other brother, he works for uh, Portillo's. He's in in charge of um, pretty much making sure that these restaurants run. So, like, I'm talking... Um, ac units like salad bar so pretty yeah. much he makes sure that he's got a list of restaurants that his territory yeah he has to make sure that they they don't help. stop for an hour cuz i think they lose about like 20 30 grand an hour with, you know when they're not running ooh wow <clears <clears <throat> my, then i have a sister um she's uh she she's a, she was a stay at home mom for quite a bit and then she yeah. got back into nursing right now okay my other sister she actually just moved back to mexico Oh, mm. um, I just came back from Mexico what, yeah. like probably a week ago. Yeah, uh, I just reconnected back with her um, after about twelve. Years, last time I saw her was twelve years ago, and she pretty much raised me. Okay, sister. Yeah, that. So the one that that went back to Mexico. <clears throat> yeah, what part went, of Mexico? Jalisco. Uh, Jali- yeah, so Jalisco's, Jalisco. Yeah, Jalisco's mm-hmm. where uh, she's. Uh, you know, she's living now. Where she was, where I was born. Let's go.
1: How close is that to uh, Puerto Vallarta?
0: Um <clears throat> if I'm being very honest, I no idea. I have no idea. Did I last time I went there was when I was two years old and then just a week ago I was wow. there for about 20 days and that was it. Yeah. Spanish so good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, fluent my parents don't speak English.
1: <laughs> you got the remote up there? <laughs> I always call him clumsy Esteban.
0: Like they, <laughs> we're about to all get fired, man. <laughs> uh gotta love it. <clears throat> But yeah, they, uh, like I said, I was there, uh, I was there about, a, for about 20 days, you know, and uh, definitely, uh, my like I said, my Spanish is definitely Could fluent, they tell so. you
1: you got Americanized?
0: Yeah, uh, so if I'm being quite honest, the reason why I went there is to green my, get my green card finally.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, bro.
0: Congrats. Thanks, dude. Yeah, so. let's go, dude. And uh, it took me about, I think it was like 20 days. You know, I, I went to Juarez first, which is right by the border. Yeah. That shit was horrible. For real? Yeah, you don't want to go there. <laughs> like it was just kinda like Well, like you'll get robbed, dude. For real? It was crazy like that? Yeah. Yeah. From like like a, from
1: an American perspective or like a like the Spanish perspective of like the just the Spanish is just, just kind of going crazy.
0: Yeah, just the people that live there. There's yeah, there's there's not that. Ma- it's many probably American like the firms though. Like, do you
1: think it's a moral issue or like they're just put up back against the wall and they got no choice?
0: That. You know what I mean? That's what it is. I guess you just put it in better terms. I couldn't figure it out, but it's it's a there's no no uh there's nothing there for them, yeah. dude. It's like nothing. So it's like they see a chance to come up in their eyes and they're like, fuck it, I'm going to take it. Yeah. So yeah. my phone was hacked the first day I got there. Um, you know, I got a lot of footage. I'm hoping we'll probably will put it together and, you know, tell the whole story. But, uh, you know, even just my first day, my phone was hacked. Um, there's no Apple stores over there. So my brother had to cross the border back, give me another phone. It was like that was just the beginning of it, man. <laughs> so it got like like hacked or stolen? No, I got hacked. These guys, so these guys are fucking smart, dude. They, they, um, I plugged in into the airport. And then, so what they do is, once you plug in, they take, they take control of your phone. And my shit kept running hot on my, in my pocket. And then I started to notice it. Come to find out, they ended up, you know, what's happening is it's everything's running on the back end. Yeah. So they ended up just, uh, it burned out my, uh, Bluetooth antenna and my Wi Fi and they just fucked the whole phone to where it wouldn't work. Wow. Did they get yeah. anything important? Uh, as, as of right now, not that I know of. Let's go. I mean, it, once that happened, I, I shut down the phone, I cleared everything, and then I called my office to keep tabs on all my credit cards and all that. So Yeah. Um, As of right now, not that I know of. I mean, they're still keeping tabs in my office yeah. and making sure everything's good.
1: Got to keep tabs regardless, you know what I mean, whether you visit Mexico and get hacked or not. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. just living day and time right now where you just got to keep tabs. So, so you're growing up. Two two years old, you leave Mexico, Jalisco. You get to Melrose Park, closest with dad. But what was mom doing in the picture? So mom, dad, what are they what are they doing
0: in in America for work to kind of get everybody off their feet? <clears throat> yeah. So even before I came, before I was brought here, my dad was already coming here since like the sixties. Okay. So he was already just going back and forth, back and forth. You know, working here, going back. But once once we moved here, then um. Actually, um, my sister, which was she was I think about 15 at the time, she didn't get to go to school. She had to go to work. So it was my mom, my dad, and then my older sister. I'm telling you, that it's Mexico. She, they were all working to support all of us. That way, I was able to start kindergarten, um, and then my other brothers were start able to go to high school. They started in high school, and you know, so it was just three of them supporting us at the time. And so. Now, what were what was mom and dad doing for work though? Like, oh, for like, work? Yeah. Um, at the time, my mom was—I uh, think she was at—it's uh, just ran, did man like just random jobs like anything nah. we can get a hold of. Like, the, I don't remember the one she stayed at the most was just cleaning hotels. Yeah. Dad, he was—he uh, was at a fa- uh, I think he was at a factory at the time, and then um, and then like just different jobs like on the side and shit like that, but. Just whatever we get our hands on at the point. And then, how did he establish the landscaping company? So one, once we um, once um, at the few, once we were here for I think like five years, then he uh, got hired by a landscaping company, and he kind of went up the ladder. And he didn't really he didn't really know much about business. He just knew that he didn't want to work for anybody. So he just kind of started doing side jobs. Um, Mulch, you know, just small shit that didn't really pay much, and then, um, and then he just did that until I came in the picture. And then it was me and my mom, my dad working. Yeah. Um, during when I was in high school, I, I would take the phone calls because remember he doesn't speak English, so yeah. I would take the phone calls, and then it would uh it would just be them working, and when I would get out, I would help them out. Sometimes I wouldn't go to school to work, and then as I got in the picture more you know, obviously I like nice things and I was more Americanized because I was, you know, I was raised here. So yeah. I, like, I liked nicer things. So yeah. I kind of pushed to evolve. And then um, once I finally turned 15, I, I saw we were like, I would never make it with that money. And then that's when I said, I, I'm going to go on my own to go look for a job or, you know, you let me take fully take over. We didn't even have a business registered at the point yeah um at the time it was just guzman landscaping which is my last name yeah and it's like man i saw where i saw myself where i am today and it's like i don't like i didn't see guzman landscaping i just didn't see it in the picture and then i said let me take over and i'll just rebrand the business
1: and so you're 15 you convinced your dad to rebrand the business how did you convince him like was there any rebuttals from him whatsoever like was was there any like how did you like persuade him Uh, to give you his his baby that you helped contribute and build to but you know in a sense as as a man even as your father there's got to be a certain level of ego entitlement and ownership he built this business up so to transition that fully into a 15 year old's you know hands what was that like that process
0: um i think that just the biggest the main key point there was um I, like, like, to your point, it was something that me and had built together, and, you know, when I said, you know what, I'm going to go on my own, you know, it's like, he just kind of didn't have a choice. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, it, it sucks at the point in time. I, obviously, I didn't mean any harm by it, but, you know, I, I you know, at the time, I was taking care of everybody, so it's like, listen, like, I can go do a, do a sales job. Like, I know, I, I was always good at sales, so I said, yeah. listen, let me go. Let me go do sales somewhere else, and then you know I'll still take care of you no, guys. No, so and, were you
1: cutting grass, or were you just
0: selling? Uh, I was cutting grass, dude. But yeah. th- but the thing is, at that point in time, I knew what I – for some reason, whatever reason, I knew what I had in me. Yeah. Some, at that point in time, I'm not going to lie to you and say that I did, but I just knew there was something in me more than just cutting grass.
1: Who or what inspired you to want to get rich? There had to have been some type of experience that you had or some type of movie, something you had to have seen that kind of like – planted this seed inside of you where you yeah. wanted to get
0: rich. I don't know, dude, I think it's just not having it.
1: Yeah. But was and there a friend? You got to see it to know that you don't have it. You know, like, people that live in the jungle don't know about nothing. Yeah. They don't They well, don't want anything. They live in the jungle.
0: Yeah, to your point, I didn't live in the jungle. I lived where, you know, United States, where you see so everybody. you see just everything. Just everybody. It's like, yeah. shit, like, I want that, you know. I want a new car. I want a new truck. Like, I wanted all that. And at the time, dude, our, our revenue... Dude, it was shit. It was like, he was making like 20 grand a year. Wow. So you guys
1: were cutting grass for the low then, probably like 10 bucks a yard when you probably first started.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's all he knew. And it's like, there was so much more to it. And I'm like, dude, I this is not what I want, man. Like, I want to get married. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, there's not enough money for nothing. Yeah. So uh, at that point in time, I said, let me go on my own. I can make some money. Go get a job. Go do this. or, Or let me just take over. And I'll prove to you that. You know, I can, you know. So when did you guys do your first six-figure year then? Um, shit, so it was, was going to be, um, nah, uh, fuck, I'm trying to think. Because we registered in 2006, so it took me, so the funny thing is, once I took over, we did better, but I didn't I didn't get past, you know, I didn't, I didn't get past five, six hundred, not even, like three, four hundred thousand for, for a while. When did you get past a hundred thousand? Uh, I'm going to say within the, uh, so within like first, uh, first year. Yeah. Yeah. The first year. Yeah. I was about 16.
1: And what was the bottom I feel like line? A million. So, yeah, I feel that brother. So like, <laughs> what was that bottom line revenue though? After, after expenses in
0: general? Well, then we go back to to the, I I didn't have any systems or processes in place at the time, yeah. so I I can't tell you. Yeah. All I know is that I was living a better life and we saw more of a I just saw something. Yeah, at least 5x
1: cuz you went from 20 grand to 100 grand and if you kept your portion the same, then you at least got to 5x your portion.
0: Well, probably even less cuz by the time remember we were, we were growing heavy at the time yeah, so, so you were we kept reinvesting, reinvesting. equipment, equipment, yeah. people. So I didn't dude, even dude, even all the way fast forward all the way to 2000. Like I tell people, I didn't make the money I make now f- for a very long time. I didn't. Yeah. 2006, I still had my W two. It was no, he. It was no more than ten grand. Yeah. Before. Now, so it's
1: now as you cross that three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar mark, you're saying now was that probably ten years in from 2006 or you 2016? Once you start crossing that half million dollar
0: mark. Uh, no, the 2016. We're, we were already, yeah, we were past, past, uh, yeah, past the mil- uh, million, yeah. Okay. And that's top line revenue. So yeah, before top end, yeah. Okay.
1: And how many yards and, and accounts then are you managing, you know, once once you're
0: 10 years in? So um as we as as I took over, we transitioned into um like uh we're a full design and build uh hardscape company. So I have a I have a design team. So now we actually don't do any, we don't cut grass at all. I haven't for but do you uh, have
1: grass cutters or do you contract grass cutters? Nothing.
0: We're real for design build. So now we just design and build outdoor living spaces. Like, um, I'm talking custom, like, pools like, with decks, oh, okay. fireplaces, fire bowls, like all the crazy shit you see on Pinterest, that's yeah. what we build.
1: So that that way you guys can still, so you're more so of we're a, construction a construction company. company.
0: Yeah, we're, we're a construction company. But the title of the
1: company is landscape. It stayed the
0: same. It, the yeah. branding now is so strong is that, it, you know, that when they hear landscaping experts, it's, it's just more, I feel like experts rings more than anything. So it's like, yeah. that, that name stay there, but it's, um, like I said, we have nothing to do with, with soft, we, so we do we do it all. When we build these projects, we do, you know, the landscaping, the, the hardscape, we, the lighting, the electrical. But we're essentially, I'm, I'm a GC, so, you know, because we do po- pools, we're talking structures. So there, you are contracting out than other yeah. individuals, professionals, probably now, you, you've
1: built up relationships with, it's like, you got a guy that you trust with the pouring the concrete for the yeah. pool. You got a guy that you trust for actually ex- excavating and digging yeah. and doing the, the certain requirements that are
0: required for yeah, yeah. whatever so you do. Fast forward now, we we run about 15 of these projects that, at a time that range anywhere from 100000 to half a million each. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we have, up last year, uh, it was up to 15 co- different companies that work for us. Yeah. So yeah, we do a lot, a lot of subbing out, and I, I'm actually transitioning to that a lot more. Because um, really, what we do more is the sales, managing, and designing. And then, how many employees do you have? Uh, so on the field, and we're we're running peak season. There's about seventy people in the field. Yeah. Um, but remember, a lot of those are not in house. It's a mixture of subs and. Uh, you gotta and, and put and life subs.
1: insurance on all of them. Make yourself the beneficiary. I'm gonna have to man, <laughs> just in case something happens. Um, so. 70 in peak season, but what's cool about this is I'm seeing, I, I always think like people that do landscaping in Chicago, I'm like, well, you probably don't need to, your revenue probably goes down for six months of the year if you're just cutting grass in a, in, a, in a winterized state. But now that I'm understanding that, you know, you're not cutting grass, you're building and you're constructing, people are doing renovations to their houses internally, externally year round. You know what I mean? So I can see a lot more consistency
0: in, in doing that. So yeah, with us, remember, I, don't, I still don't even get into interior yet oh okay um so it's all exterior and we do shut down first we could, we're only shut down for about three months uh let's say four months and then we we transition into uh removal so i also okay. own a snow removal company um and i'm also in i've gone into real estate okay um, pretty heavy here in the last two years so i i do that like right now i'm just buying buying building a portfolio so it's kind of yeah. now when you still buy shifts.
1: even though the mortgage rates are at eight percent or are you just buying cash small properties for cash
0: if I'll be honest, like, yeah, you know, all of them are cash. I'm yeah. probably going to be pulling a loan for one right now. But um, mm. I look at it as, it, then again, it's like, it's, it's an investment and the tenant's going to pay for the interest rate. So yeah, no matter what, five, seven years, property's paid off and, I you know, a tenant pay for the interest and you have another asset.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, have you taken consideration the rate of inflation right now and just the way the economy's kind of trajecting it? Like, cost of living isn't necessarily... Uh, equating with the general income that's being generated by the average American. So like, unless it's like high level real estate, I don't know, like, have you thought of that as well? Like, I don't know, are you buying like, just like average blue collar property or are you looking at like getting it like commercial property? I'm just asking out of curiosity.
0: Uh, as of right now, uh, just like small single family homes. Cause I, I truly do believe that no matter what, you know, people always to, rent. Yeah, it's like, dude, no matter if anything. The way I've been looking at it, and I said I could be wrong, but you know, it's like if anything, the the demand for rents, no matter what level, are going to be higher. Yeah. And actually, at the lower level, in my opinion, because like you said, it's it's any house is worth five, six hundred thousand now. It's more. We're yes. talking three, 000, four thousand. And if I can give you, a, you know, a house that's similar, similar for three grand, and then again, the average American doesn't have thirty, 000, forty thousand dollars saved up. No, for a down not at all. So if you, you say, hey, listen, I have a house that's three bedrooms, two bathrooms, you know, garage for a two grand a month and I only need two months up front. It's kind of like that, because at some point I feel like middle class is kind of diminishing it. So it's kind of like- Completely agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. No, I'm curious, just seeing how different people's minds are working when they're getting to the real estate space, just with, you know, election year coming up, the Fed rate is projected to go down a couple times here next year. but. Ultimately, people think inflation is uh, headed to a a burst, you know, uh, just with the economy in general. So very intriguing. Um, Now, where do you see yourself for the next four or five years, just with your company and everything going on?
0: Um, Definitely. um, So in the the next year or two, I'm I'm looking into, I'm really not looking into grow as far as top line. I'm just looking to tighten things up that I, I see you know pretty much squeezing more out of it yeah but in like four to five years i'm definitely looking to double in size once we have all our systems and processes you know in in play and tying up and then essentially you're just getting heavy into the real estate because a construction business it is it is really it's risky um and that bottom line is not not that it's not the greatest yeah and so it's not something that i'm looking to you know to just keep scaling 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 i'm looking to just squeeze what I can out of that market and then reinvest it into whether it's any other assets. As of right now, you know, what I have knowledge of is just real estate. So just, you know, kind of taking it from there, see, just seeing where it takes me. Have you compared yourself to
1: other construction companies that are in a similar niche or are you pretty exclusive in regard to the niche that you're operating in?
0: Uh, I'm gonna say we're pretty exclusive due to the fact of the experience that we deliver um, and just the way we run things and the way we, we treat customers, the way so I, I would say we're pretty unique. And that's really what we want to focus on more and more, to the point where we don't. even... I mean, even now we don't really look at any competitors, and I mean our pricing doesn't compare. We're probably one of the most expensive, so it's. Um, I don't think I really get to even sit down and compare myself with any, any other guys around us.
1: So there's you're probably the biggest dog in your space, then you're saying
0: right now. I would say yeah. I, I would say yes, as far as um, probably probably not revenue because we we have some companies that are going pretty hard to where uh, there, there's one company that went public. Um, so there is some but and what's crazy is they just cut grass yeah and then went public but you know as far as it what in our nation what we do i would consider as what you know one of the top dogs for sure and that's coming from our suppliers from our vendors from all of them um so yeah i, I would say you we just want to continue honing on that and just continue to like separate ourselves more and more to to the point where we're nike and his brand and you know in this industry yeah
1: that's dope that's fire now, what about, so like five, 10 years from now, do you still want to be in this area? Do you want to move? Like, do you have uh, other goals, dreams, aspirations, vehicles, houses, you know, outside of just business and investing? Anything personal?
0: Uh, personally, yeah, I would just, uh, it's, uh, I guess I, I've never really thought about it that way as far as like, uh, for myself, I just, because you know thinking I have uh I have three kids. I have twins that are 2 years old and then I have a uh, 4-year-old. Mm. So I guess just all of my goals have really been and then I also do uh support my parents. I retired them when I was 27, so it's kind of like I'm always really my goals are based around them and then you know my wife kind of as, as a family for myself I if I'm being quite honest like I'm I'm happy with I'm not content with what I have. I definitely want more, but it's when I when I shoot for a goal I just always shoot for you know i i right now i don't really have anything specifics more like just giving them a better life yeah um as far as moving um i haven't thought about moving honestly yeah i just had i i'm i moved uh not too long ago but not too far from where i grew up okay now what about do you uh get into any type
1: of podcast books or anything like that
0: yeah i um <clears throat> actually what's helped me a lot is i've i've been i read i do read a lot of books um I kind of slowed down here in the last year because I you know I got super busy but um you know in the mornings when I do cardio after I work out I do re- I read books podcasts I haven't been listening to too many because when I'm driving I'm on the phone all the time yeah so podcasts I'm kind of out of date for right now yeah just just books is really about it. What's your favorite book uh, I'm gonna say my favorite book is gonna be which is gonna sound crazy, but it's more of a personal development book from Tony Robbins yeah um <clears throat> that's really kind of what really made the biggest shift on my end is I always kept reading business books, business books, but, but it's like I kept um, slacking on the personal development because I, I really, I didn't think that mattered. Um, and once I read that book, like it just changed my whole perspective of how, just how I operated and within myself and it just changed everything. It's just That's really the year when I went from, you know, to still cutting grass with my dad to, um, tripling in size, retiring him. I retired him, my mom, my wife, I pulled myself out of the field. That's just really when I made the biggest shift when I read that book.
1: Yeah, personal development's key. That's the, probably yeah. the biggest thing that I harp on for our business and try to lead by example is just self-development, pouring into yourself, investing into yourself. You know, there's something I shared with everybody the other day is you treat yourself and invest into yourself in correspondence with how you view and value yourself. So if you don't view yourself as worthy of a million dollar investment, you're not going to invest the time, energy, resources, and money at that level. The level that you invest into yourself is the level that you see yourself at. If you see yourself as a low level person, that's how you'll carry yourself, you'll speak, you'll move, you'll operate, your urgency. It all corresponds with how you value yourself. People that are slow, lazy, lack discipline, they don't wanna read, they don't wanna pour into themselves, they don't wanna carry themselves at a very high level. It's, It's not an issue of you know, they'll typically say, well, I have ADHD and, you know, I have a lack right. of vision. It's like, that's not the issue. The, the issue truly is the only vision issue that you have is, is a lack of vision in regard to yourself and your future and where you could go, your projection. And uh, you just project out what you want. And, you know, most people project out a low level life. So they have low level habits and it just yep. they just continue to just create. Going, yeah. Exactly. It's just an endless cycle of just weakness and mediocrity. You know, so I don't even chase it anymore. You know, I spent yeah. my first couple of years of leadership of trying to just chase people and force them into being something that there was like, uh, no God point. couldn't even do it. You know what I mean? God yeah. made it in this way for a reason. It's like, he tried, gave you this opportunity. You're in the greatest country in the world. You have freedom. Most, you yep. know, most individuals have, have their, their five senses and ability to walk, talk, smell, see. And it's like, you can't figure out how to, how to get rich in this country. Yeah, this is <laughs> the crazy. easiest country to get rich
0: in. Oh, uh, trust me, I believe you. That's the thing. Like uh, some th- things I talk about is, you know, like when I growing up, like I couldn't even drive. Yeah, you know, I didn't have a license, a drive uh, you know, to, a license to drive until a few years ago. Yeah. So like, you know, it's like to your point. It's like, man, it, that's kind of really, really why I think that was the biggest, the biggest motivator until this day is. You know, it's like you have, like you said, this country's got, had, you know, so much opportunity. If you can drive, you have credit. Like, I didn't have credit until a few years ago. Yeah. You know, you have credit, you can drive. You get all these opportunities. It's like, there's no reason why you should, other than you're lazy. Yeah. And you don't care. You yeah. Know, it's like, we had to, it got to a point where I kept getting locked up so many times. My dad did. We had to hire somebody to drive us for a year. Yeah. You know, and we were cutting grass at the time, so we probably didn't make any money. Yeah. So it's like, man, by the time I said, if one day I, I get to have my license, like it's fucking over. Yeah. And it's like, it, it sounds so simple, but you see somebody driving, it's like, man, you have the privilege to drive. Like you don't you don't even understand. Yeah. Like some of us couldn't, couldn't even drive to work. Yeah, man, it's insane. It's crazy. It's it,
1: insane. It puts it in perspective. I saw somebody commented. It was years ago. I was at this networking event for, what was it? Um, like angel investors and um, different, different investors into just, just an investing community for tech. And one of the individuals had commented on social media in regard to one of the uh, Hispanic CEOs and told him like, it was racist. He was like, you need to just go back to your country or something like that. And then somebody commented back and was like, how'd you let him come to your country, America, where you had a head start and beat you at your own game? You know, and it's like I really sat there and it really resonated with me because it's like, you know, when it comes to individuals that have this perspective of just victimhood mentality of like, man, my life's horrible. And it's like for the simple fact you were born in the United States of America, you have absolutely zero excuse. And for you to blame anybody else other than yourself, regardless of, you know, their nationality, their heritage, you know, everybody is is not truly entitled to. Any country per se. We're so far into human uh, history and national evolution where it's like no one's a true, like, what is a true American? A Native American? Yeah, you know I mean? like you get deep like, into that. Yeah, yeah you if you really get deep into it, yeah. deep into it, it's like it's not really anybody's nation. We came here and took this nation. She was Mexico from, before. Yeah, exactly. Basically, yeah, absolutely. This it was, was. You, Mexico was all the way up. I was studying. I've been studying the presidents. Mexico was all the way, all of the South essentially. Mexico yeah. had California, Texas, Texas, all of the South was was Mexico, and America forced. Force yeah, we them got away.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the problem. Mexico's it's it's corrupt, dude, and that's that's yeah. why we are where we're at. It's just yeah, divided houses fall, man. It's crazy. It's like they they screws over there. So yeah, that's just that like I said, but it, it's just uh, I mean, but then again, we can't be victims about it. It's just kind of just yeah, try hard, up. and that's it.
1: And it's it's so motivating and inspiring. Just anybody that that's if you have an ounce of dog within you, an ounce of will within you, an ounce of just determination within you, you will run circles around yeah. the average individual in the world right yeah. now, especially the westernized individual. The, yeah. the American right now, it is one out of 10 of Americans become millionaires right now. So the, a million dollars is not as valuable as what it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's probably truly worth about half a million dollars right
0: now. Yeah, you make a mill, it's, it's
1: probably worth about 400, 500,000. You need to make a couple. The 250s
0: is the yeah, 100. <laughs> exactly. You would need to make a couple
1: mill to really like feel the power of a mill. An ounce inside of you of a vision, determination and, and integrity and character, you will destroy and take the souls yeah. of, of whoever, whatever they are, that has nothing within them except just this spine of weakness, mediocrity, and no ability to push themselves. To you know yeah. what I mean? Like I've got these individuals that I've been helping out um, and essentially just 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 for their their own protection, but their cousin works at, you know, my partner's office in Pittsburgh, and they're from Venezuela. So I think they just came over. You know what I mean, basically. And bro, (laughs) these guys, yeah, bro, these guys, work, dude. dude. Like work, like if I could get them to just speak a little English, and get a phone, (laughs) AI, maybe (laughs) got bro, like (laughs) we gotta get some AI in them, (laughs) bro. They would, they would make a million (laughs) dollars, bro. Like I just told them, they can come up and take the trash out for a couple hundred dollars a week right now. That's all I can do. I don't. We're not. We don't have labor that needs to get done. We just sell insurance. Bro, I come up and dude will be scrubbing the barber chair with a rag. And I'm like, bro, we just need to take the trash out. I like, I feel bad. Like they, the hungry, detail man. orientation, the hunger, the patience, the kindness. Like, you know, I man. think a lot of there's bad people in, in any group of people, but yeah. I think a lot of people get mislabeled of like, don't let anybody over because, you know, they're going to, they're going to kill and destroy and murder. And it's like, brother a couple generations ago that would have yeah. been us you know what i mean like there i, I was i was studying uh, james Buchanan this morning he was the 15th president there was a massive influx in american population they led over 25% of the the united states of america's population increased in i believe, 1856 or 1857 That's they crazy, were immigrants yeah. immigrants guess where not mexico european immigrants what's the difference they're immigrants they're coming yep. from another nation we opened the borders <laughs> 20, 25 percent. Do you know what twenty-five percent of our population will be Shit-ton. right now? Be a hundred million people. <laughs>
0: yeah, we
1: got close to four hundred. We got close to four hundred million people in America right now. So that'd be like us letting hundred million people in right now.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. you know what I
1: mean. So I think people forget to study history. History repeats itself.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I believe History that. repeats yeah.
1: itself. So it's like, I, and and what happened is when they brought in the immigrants, they just paid them less. So like the mark, like the, yeah, the economy was- and the market, it, it performed very well because now. The North industrialized. We took the Irish, the Europeans,
0: and we paid them half of what we were paying the Americans. They worked twice as hard. Why do you think we doubled our market? Exactly. People were like, oh, you don't build, you know, just don't outsource anything, build everything in America. I'm like, dude, we can't afford ourselves. This fucking mic would be (laughs) $10,000. Yeah, no. I said, the the way we want to make money here in America, like, dude, we can't afford ourselves. I said, let them keep outsourcing to China. Yeah. To w- whatever you guys have to do because if we were to just truly build everything here in America we wouldn't be able to afford ourselves like yeah. there's no way a yeah. burger would be five thousand dollars like <laughs> that's what people understand it's like you know like we have it good here more than you good you we, we have it more than good and it, and it just like I said I was in Mexico for 20 days people should go to Mexico for 20 days just go like yeah, even go, <laughs> a vacation in Mexico for 20 days, days little, it yeah. humbled me man and I'm telling you and it, it comes from a place of you know me being like Hispanic and then going through everything, and I thought I, it just it hum, it, it humbled me. Within like three days of being there, and I'm like, holy shit! Dude, like, that's why I came back. You know, th- two days in, you know, I bought more real estate. I just came back more hungry because I'm like, dude, oh my god, yeah, I have to. I thought I I I went through some shit. It's like at least I have the opportunity to go out there and get more. Yeah. At least I have the opportunity to work around the clock and get more. Yeah. You know, and out there, you can work around the clock. Like, you're not making more than, and I'm talking to somebody that's got a decent job. You're not making more than 120 bucks a week. Yeah, no. And things cost about the same as here. Yeah. It's insane. So it's like, dude, you know, it's, I'm like, and I went there. And I, at the time, I didn't know if I was, I I. I was pre-approved, but I, I had to have a letter to be able to cross back. And I'm just thinking, like, fuck, if I stay here, like, dude, I'm, I'm fucked. Yeah. I, like, I'm gonna be so grateful when I get back. Like, yeah. Dude, just, just, dude, there's no heater, dude. I had to sleep with shorts, um, you know, sweatpants and two fucking big ass, you know, they call them cobertores over there, big ass fucking, you know, blankets. Yeah. You know, there's no hot water. Oh yeah. Um, you know, so it's like, damn, dude, coming back. I'm like, fuck, I got, I got, a, I got a heater, I got hot water, and I'm like, all these commodities that we don't really even think about yeah. it anymore. I'm like, you know, it's like until you
1: really dude, experience like nothingness, true nothingness, true absence of like life's like, like absolute like necessities and essentials, food, water, like yeah. like temperature regulation. Like you really don't. Understand how good you have it. I just did a like a month ago, I did like a five day water fast. I only had water for five days. <laughs> and I've like, done it
0: for well, I three days for bodybuilding show Yeah, bro. That's death, man. I, I went five days. You made it five days? Yeah,
1: 110 hours, bro. And I'm telling you, like, it made me just perceive life on Different. anytime I'm going through something hard now. I, I'm so glad that I completed it because I just say, like, bro, shut up. You went five days without eating. Like, it's not <laughs> that bad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Just shut up. You get up. to eat today. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that bad. Like, shut up. And uh, when I was 16, I went on a missions trip to Lima, Peru. And we went up to, like, the mountains. And, like, people lived in the mountains. Like, just yeah. mud huts. And, like, everybody was happy. You know what I mean? Like, these were the happiest people That's in the world. That's crazy
0: about it, yeah. And they
1: have nothing. You know what I mean? Like, there's, no, there's no medical. There's no... There's no running water. There's no temperature. Nothing. There's not. There's just dogs everywhere yeah, and mud. Thing, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's just dirt and mud and dogs, and everybody lives in one dirt hut. That's it. Crazy, bro. And mean, people happy. happy. You know what I mean? Just happy.
0: And there's no place for trash to go. You just have like trash mounds. That's it. You know what I mean? Crazy, bro. There's no opportunity over there. Like you know, it's just. Here, dude, it's like especially with everything how everything's evolved. Like as far as like social, anybody has opportunity, dude. Yeah. If you can walk, talk, like, dude, it's it's the stupid, opportunity is insane. Money's
1: stupid here. It just it just flows. It, it just you know, the the U.S. Treasury was was quoted saying, you know, very recently or just in the last decade, like we can just print more. You know what yeah. I mean? We're, we're, and obviously, we're experiencing, you know, massive inflation right because now. But it, yeah, you know, we just we just print more. There's absolutely like zero value to our dollar, in my opinion. But still, you know, my friend just went to South South Africa and was had five star dinners every night, and it was like fifty bucks.
0: Like, yeah, yeah there is no that,
1: yeah. country out there right now like the United States of America. Like, we are still in a phenomenal position despite the chaos we've caused. And we've oh, created yeah, over yeah. the the last decade or so so we're still number one
0: yeah because there, there's i hear i feel like i said there's massive opportunity here no matter what um you know because it's like even to beat inflation there's so many there's so many different ways to you know like we're to use that you know to to buy, you know fight that inflation there's so many different there's so many different games to be played here yeah. that like that's kind of how i look at life now and even business in general you know just like as far as inflation, like that's why I'm putting my money into real estate. Even if I don't make my money back, I'm beating inflation. I'm, you know. it's So it's there's so many tricks that, that that you know. It's like we're not the only ones playing this game. There's people at a way higher level than uh, than us, and it's like there's there's a way. Yeah, you just got to keep watching. Just at the same and at the same time, it's like you know. For me, I wake up as long as I have my family, you know, like my kids. Yeah, everything's fine. It's like I look around. and say, like, man, we're good, dude. It's yeah. like. It, nothing is just rainbows and sun, sunshines all the time. Like you know, running at this scale, I'm sure you know you know the drill. It's like, dude, some days you're like you feel like everything's about to collapse. But yeah. I get to look around and say, dude, at the end of the day, like the trucks, the cars, you know, who gives a shit? Like as long as my my kid, I look at my kids and my yeah, wife, breath in my your kid-
1: lungs. Dude. Kids are there. Kids are alive. Everybody healthy yeah that's it another opportunity to go go take a crack at it another day to go make some more go do more go impact yeah, try more. it again
0: yeah give it another shot that's man. it man that's just it's just what it is so it's it's, it's crazy
1: fire is there uh, i always ask everybody do you have a favorite movie
0: oh man <laughs> i didn't get to watch TV, man like <laughs> i i i don't have a favorite movie to be honest i uh that's what's crazy. I, I, I tell Stanley sometimes in the office. He's like, "Oh, what about cartoons?" What about? I'm like, "Dude, my dad was working me since I was like seven, eight. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to watch any movies. I didn't get to really, fucking watch. The, I didn't get none of that. Yeah. Like. Um, so,
1: do you have any hobbies now, or are you just nothing?
0: Yeah, what I do. Yeah. Um. Obviously, uh, I got into bodybuilding. I do. I did three bodybuilding shows. Okay. Um. And then once uh, once the business started getting heavier, then I I ended up quitting that, and I ended up getting a divorce during that time. Um, but right now, really, what I do on a daily basis is work out, um, and then uh, I'll be in an office working, and then after, other than that, it's just my family, yep. my kids. Uh, I spend a lot of time with my kids. They gotta watch um, cartoons now. Yeah, oh yeah, they do. Fuck, they watch a lot of cartoons, man. Yeah, they, they they they're living the so life. Really, that kid. They're living the life that uh you know that i that i didn't live i mean i didn't live a bad life today, yeah. you know i didn't struggle for food my dad my dad provided like hell, yeah. it was just well let me ask you that then what's your favorite food uh favorite food or favorite restaurant uh i'm going to say american food just like burgers pizza i think i'm going to say pizza is my favorite you got a go to place uh actually i don't man i'm not I'm not very not picky, picky at all yeah it's all good. I'm right, yeah, anything. I'm the same
1: way. Yeah.
0: I'm great with just to have food. Yeah, man. brother. You grew up on
1: food stamps. You, or I grew up on food stamps. You am pre- not, not picky. I, we didn't get that, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can't. <laughs> we can't. Yeah, so we there's food, levels. Man. Yeah, no, dude, yeah you, there's you were, levels. You were a level higher than me. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't even realize. I was like, Food dang, stamps are coming yeah, up, man. You, yeah, you need, a, I guess you, you, uh, you need some registration.
0: You need a social security yeah, for food stamps, man. I didn't even think of that. That's fire. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, it's just... And that's really what really drives me the most is, um, I think people ask me like, well, you know, why do I still go so hard? And it's like, man, I think fear is my biggest motivator. Yeah, uh, my yeah, biggest fear is to, to go back to that. Yeah. Um, and I think, except like it just, because you know, it gets to a point where that I, I'm sure you can relate. It's like money only does so much for you. Um, and it's like you can only spend so much. You can only because I'm also another ho- expensive hobby is for me is trucks. Um. I spend a lot of fucking money on trucks, truck parts. Um, But then again, it's like, you know, I get over, I'll spend, you know, 150 on a truck, 200 and it's like, I get over in a week. Yeah. Um, So it kind of, it goes back to, um, you know, it's more of like that fear that drives me not to go back to that. I keep trying to climb climb up the ladder because I guess subconsciously I feel like the further I am, you know, the further I get away from where I was at, but, um, that's just really what drives me—just fear, man. Yeah, fear going back. Yeah, man, I can relate to that a lot. Dope. So, anything else you want to add? Um. Uh, well, I guess I ask you too. Like, well, what's Go your ahead. what's your biggest motivator right now to I keep would, scaling? Yeah, I keep, would agree, man. Moving. I'm a uh, I am i reflect a lot on
1: how I grew up. Both my parents were in jail. It was not as bad, you know, as as some of these individuals have it as know, immigrating to this nation and, and having to wait for, you know, social security and registration and different things like that. And always, we always found a way. My mom got out, you know, first and and you know, really just just had a the lighter side of things and took care of me and my sister for most of our lives and worked two three jobs. And I, I think about all the sleepless nights, you know, on her end and and all of our ends and just working from a young age, hustling from a young age, just trying to make ends meet and trying to contribute and wanting to be rich and having rich friends and seeing rich people, you yeah. know? Like, before my parents went away, like, I was on a private wrestling team. I was on a private jet at six, seven years old, so it was, like, rich. You had those. Uh, yeah, I had, like, I was feeling it, tasting it, seeing it to, boom. like, extreme poverty overnight. Both my parents, you know what I mean, gone for periods of time. My, my uh, dad basically gone since, since I was you know, seven, eight years old really for, and I feel like my memories don't start until I was like seven or eight, you know? So I feel like in my mind, it's like, I don't really, really know there, like yeah. a year, you know what I mean? A year and a half. So um, I'd say that what probably motivates me the most and thinking about going back to that and just being just being, just pissed off for, for more. I see these people, you know, billionaires and, and you know these these world dominant players millions don't impress me you know what I mean I've been doing seven figures since since 22, 23, and that's just that's just top line you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah but but still like it doesn't like soon as I made it I realized like I got to make a lot more to like start holding on to some millions you yeah some I mean? like, people
0: understand yeah it. like man, yeah so <laughs> it's no, like it's it ain't it's not heavy like, at the top <laughs> it's almost like
1: annoying to see it like on the ten ninety nine to like and like not be able like I feel like I kept more making less. <laughs> And uh Yeah. <laughs> and so like for me, bro, I just get pissed, like thinking to myself, like, there's no way these guys are working harder than me, smarter than me. Like there's no way they're willing to sacrifice more than me. So I think this personal thing with inside of me just like just burns inside of me of this this passion to want to develop and impact as many lives as possible, and be the greatest. Like I'm really obsessed with like war heroes, Greek mythology, war heroes, Achilles, yeah, yeah. like my bulldog's name is Achilles, Troy's one of my favorite movies. Like hercules any of that stuff like i love the idea of legacy and like just pure war and i feel like i can i feel like i can implement that that war mentality into myself through going to war in my mind every single day of becoming a better man mentally physically spiritually overcoming that that weakness that's inside of all of us it's just cancer through all of our bones telling us wake up later do less calls do less reps read less don't do this, you know. Just this this shortcut demon that lives in your brain, telling you to take shortcuts. And I try to kill that sucker every day, just choke the hell out of it and get it out yeah. of my brain. And 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 if I don't become a billionaire and I don't become the, the you know the world's most dominant man ever, then then at least you know I led I let a good life of example of you know, you you can control your mind and defeat that weakness and make the best of this opportunity and give my mom the best life possible. So I, I try to reverse all the positive things of like, everybody's like, I want to give my mom a mansion. I'm like, I just want to make sure my mom ain't broke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's not like a minimum, it's more of a, a maximal mindset of like, there's no way in hell I'm letting my oh, mom, man. my sister, like my sister don't have to work. My mom works at like a call center, but like, I think I, I, think I gave her a good amount of money this last year where she yeah. wouldn't have to work. Sister, she even told me, we just had lunch, she's like, yeah, I basically don't have to work anymore. You know what I mean? She just cooks for me. And uh, yeah, yeah. you know, that feeling is is great, but I wanna do so much more and I piss myself off that like I can't fly them around in a private jet. And yeah. and, and not that that's like, like you said, like that's not everything, but like I wanna see if I can drive. get there. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. thing
0: too. Like people, you know, you know, and you say that too, like people always say, oh, well that, you know, cars are not everything, the private jet's not everything. Like it's not, but you know, I, I just I usually like, broke people saying that. yeah i didn't want to say it but i just yeah a, and i say when i say broke it's like more of it like to your point i think you said this earlier like it's a mentality yeah 100 percent. Broke is not even about money because you know as we we it, it just it's a mentality it's like oh you know you even start talking about things like that and and the most people like the people that are the most <laughs> broke mentally they say hey you know you gotta be humble like yeah. Oh, dude. Like, what do you mean? Is you can't even talk? No, no. You get just stay humble. Remember yeah, it's where you came broke from. They don't like, talk come about on, money, man. You know the cars are not everything. It's like at the end of the day, like let's not bullshit around. Like money fixes just just about every, even <laughs> Money fixes everything. Just about everything. Cause yeah. it's like even if you're in a bad situation, like let's say you know you, to your point, your mom, my mom, is in a bad like it's sick. You know, yeah. just for something simple, dude. Like you, we don't have insurance. Like you can take her to the doctor. One of the best doctors. Like. What does it take? Money. It's like at the end of the day, like money will fix ninety nine percent of the things wrong with with your life. Yeah. So it's like stop bullshitting around and try uh, stop trying to make it seem yeah. like money's evil. Like it's not. You guys need some of it. I mean, we all need some of it. Yeah. Need we a lot all more do. Of it. Yeah, absolutely. We need more of it because yeah. it's like, dude. A lot of the fights, and I, I remember this because I I was broke not too long ago, and I, obviously, not we're well, not rich, but I was at the point where fucking pumping gas five dollars you know, pumping like five bucks was a big deal. Yeah. ten Not too long ago, man, and it's like, everything was a fucking problem. Yep. It's like, going out to eat was a fucking problem. Oh, you wanna go out to eat again? It's like, fuck. Yeah. Oh.
1: Well, I think a lot of people don't realize that there's stages in business as well, where there's just volatility in business, where I always reference, I always reference you know, the individuals, when they get into entrepreneurship and they come into sales, we always recruit people off the ideology of you're coming into sales to make millions of dollars. You're going you're gonna to be an entrepreneur. You're getting a 1099 contract. You're 100% commission. You yep. can make as much as possible. But people always forget the second line. Like, you can make a little yeah, as you possible eat, you as sell. well. Exactly. You
0: ain't going to eat. <laughs> you, don't you don't sell. You sell, don't you eat. Want, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like,
1: and even as a business owner and even running a big sales team, it's like there's going to be times where it's like there's a bunch of money coming in But there's so much going out that you were broker technically. Like you're you're I always tell people like, you know, like I'm 1099 rich, brother. Like, there's so much money that goes out, dude, that I'm like, (laughs) sometimes even now I'm like, I don't know, bro. I don't know how, I don't know. And I just keep going to work, showing up, trying to make plays. And like sometimes I'll be sitting on a bunch of money and sometimes I'll just be like, fingers crossed, like. Yeah. I don't know. I, yo, try this one. You know, people, I'll take people out yeah, to yeah. eat. I'll take people out to I'll eat and they'll be like. i I just
0: got right now Yeah, Mamex, man. Yeah, bro, I'll take people out
1: to eat and I'll be like,
0: they'll be like, thank you. I'll be like, don't thank me yet, dog. We're going to see. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, man. See, that's like. I don't know. And that, that's a big reason why I wanted to, I want to, this year is my big, my biggest goal is to connect with other people like you for that reason. Even if they're in the same industry, because it's just, yeah. most days I'm fighting that, that voice you just talked about, dude, it was like, fuck, am I doing this right? This yes. like, fuck. Should I just kind of, like, lay low and not risk and just be cool and not make it? But I'm like, no. And it's like, and then it's like, then I don't really have anybody to talk to that can tell me, like, no, dog. Like, I just fucking, I didn't know my car was going to get denied yesterday. Bro, like, I
1: spent two, three nights in Vegas with Bob Menry, and I don't know if you know who that is. I'm going be
0: honest, I don't But know, he's I'm from New like Bulls. the
1: note Boys and is like a, Oh yeah, yeah He's like a like Family, a degenerate yeah, know, yeah. gambler, sweet ass dude. Like he's a
0: he's a I think I saw some lo- like, like he's yeah. he got a
1: huge heart, but bro, he gave me perspective on like we're all gamblers. Just some of us gamble in yeah. casinos. Some, some of us, us some, some of us gamble on businesses and some of us gamble our lives away selling our souls to the nine to fives yep and so the gamblers and casinos will go in there like we went in there and dropped a couple bands on slot machine and like yeah. nothing we got nothing we oh, like I hit, I hit a jackpot yeah. lost it all he's like put it all back put it all back lost you know what i mean and i was like <laughs> we don't need that money yeah no, he's like, gonna... put it back he's just like go get more and i'm like yeah, I'm getting more. I'm hanging out with a celebrity. <laughs> like, absolutely. And I'm like, oh God. Dog. <laughs> I'm, call, I'm like, Texting the team, y'all better start selling more idiots. Right. And
0: then uh, my account, man. Yeah, I'm <laughs> crazy. And
1: but then I I'm like thinking to myself, like, like I'm putting this money into a slot machine and crossing my fingers that something comes out. Where it's like, I can take this hundred dollars buy 2 3 more books and guarantee a return yeah. on investment. I could take this $100, call up my sales team and tell everybody top producer today gets $100, which will guarantee me a 10 to 15% return. I get about 10 to 15% sell, yeah. profit like off the business. So it's like I know I'm going to guarantee like why yep. am I gambling? <laughs> and if there's, you know, I was just almost finished up uh Dan Bilzerian's book. Now,
0: I'm just talking about how people think we're rich cuz Oh yeah, just all we the money made, that comes in. Hey, you know, yeah, that, that's far from the. And I, 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 t- I t- tell my guys all the time, and my wife is like, oh, you know, I made we made we passed ten million, and this, and that's like. If I'm being honest, it's probably the brokest I've ever been because we're at the highest risk. Yes. yeah, we we brought some home, but if we were to you know sit there and kind of figure A out what, what, what risk we're yeah. at, this shit could go to zero like tomorrow. Yeah, I, mean, I was at like five hundred thousand top end, like. I didn't have much to lose. Like yeah. it was a couple hundred dollar mistakes. Like now yes. we had a mistake before I left to Mexico. We I, I wrote some checks for mistakes that were like fifty thousand. Yes. That's yes. a big fan. I know exactly hit, what you're man. talking about. I know. You know exactly and it's what you're like talking then you about. got, you know, people after even even like simple as like, you know, we had some bad experiences with content guys, like, you know, well, cause once you're at the top, you're like, man, this dude got money. Yeah. We have people like subcontractors, like, man, this guy got money. Like and next thing you know, they're just steady, just fucking you for money, and it's like, dude, it, it, little do they know? Like I'm scrambling around, like, dude, like I'm paying with this Amex, I'm paying with that Amex, I'm paying with this card, and it's like, like you said, just some days crossing fingers, some days just like, damn, I got a million sitting there, fuck and then it's like two days later, it's like, damn, I got seven hundred, I got six hundred, I got yeah. two hundred, I got five hundred. I was like, oh fuck.
1: Yes. Who is like, it? How's it going? Good. Oh, No, it's almost done. Yeah, so, these are my dogs, that's Achilles and Rufus. (laughs) But, uh, completely agree with you, man, you know, and it's like, especially like those winter seasons and things like that, I don't know what it is, but like the cold hits, and I feel like, I don't care what industry you're in, I think there's just fluctuation, there's just volatility. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but there's volatility, you're on a hot streak, you might be on a hot streak on the scoreboard, yeah. on the financial reports, but in the bank, you you on a cold streak. But then you might be on a cold streak on the reports, and people think you broke, but you're really up. And those yeah. are the best times, because no, nobody asks you for money. You, yeah, you think thing, I'm yeah. broke, but like I'm up right cash now. Flow, yeah, you know what I mean? That cash flow is coming and it's streaming. Yep. So I like all of that. And I, I think the point I was trying to make with the gambling was like, gamble on yourself, go all in on yourself, go all in on sales and, and business and entrepreneurship you know and and shout out to the the guys that can make money off the off the gambling like i was finished up dan <laughs> that's, the bad, that's
0: the shit we should be in yeah man. i was gonna say
1: I, I finished up i'm finishing up dan bilzerian's book to Setup. up it's a phenomenal book and dude's definitely made you know 30 million plus just through poker i think you know and, and in a short amount of time and so it's like the let but he's lost millions too so it's like yeah. i don't know what his like net profit is but you know that that leverage of like you're talking about a skill set you develop, you know maybe over the years to generate like just pure cash flow with like minimal expense. You're tipping, you know the the dealer, and then maybe you know whatever trips or whatever yeah, that, yeah. that are associated with it. But it's like, dude, if you can, if the best gamble is on yourself. The S M P me or the S M E five hundred. I think yeah. you know I've heard people call it where it's like. Go all in on yourself, invest in yourself, invest in your business. It's a guaranteed, like, you can start to calculate out, like, what you're going to get off of it. I know for a fact, like, I can't lose off this business. There's, this is the best slot machine ever. It's like my, my business is the best slot machine. I'm the best slot machine. It's going to come yeah, back.
0: It will, yeah. So I remember, you know, saying bet on yourself. I remember um when, uh you know, it's crazy you say that because it makes me think back of when I felt like I made that next jump is when, you know, we we were doing more revenue, we were doing this, but I think it was like five, uh, so I was 27, so I'm 32 now. So when I was uh, about 26, I was still in the field, you know, working 15 hours, and I was making better money, but I was still in the field like 15 hours a day. Yeah, so the um, leverage, time, Yeah. the so time I, that you were getting. Yeah, I got to a point where I was going to have my first son, you know, my first kid, and I got to thinking like, man, I really don't have much time to give him or much money. So it's kind of like... Damn, dude, something has to change here, um, and that's when I, you know, to your point, I ha- I took the biggest gamble on myself, and I, uh, I I talked to my dad and said, "Listen, dude, like I'll tell you what, there was there I wanted to get to that next level of business. I said, you know what, let let us let's, let's take a gamble, and I said, let's cut our salary for a whole nother year. When I mean things were good, I we were, had a decent salary, were you know, at least at that time, I I was like, you know. I'm like, but you know, I need that next jump. I said, let's take a gamble on ourselves, let's cut our salary for a whole nother year. I have money to survive for a whole nother year. And at the time, you know, my wife was still working, she was making decent money. So I'm like, you know what? Let's gamble on ourselves, cut our salary, let's hire some more people, let me make that next jump. Yes. Fast forward, dude. Obviously, it was scary going in, but I said, you know what, to your point, it's like, listen, man, like if I try and I fail. I was happy with it, and even to this day, whatever I try and I fail, and if like you said, if we don't make it to the top, dude, I'm I'm okay. Amen. I'm cool. Like I'm cool with it. Amen. But it's like I I can't live with the fact that I could have tried and I didn't try, and then it's like if I can't live with if, like I really just fail. Like I'm fine with that. Yeah. So at the time, I said, you know what, let's do it. So we ended up doing it, and fast forward, we hired our first guy which he's still with us to this day. He's our project manager, one of our project managers. And I i, I mean, I was, you know, he, he was at the time putting two kids through college. So he was like, he was kind of iffy. And I'm like, look, dude, I have your salary in my bank account. I'm giving you my salary secured. If I don't have any off work, you're still going to get paid. And if it doesn't work out. You go back to your job. Yeah. He took a chance on me. And, you know, fast forward now, he put us through two kids through college, and then, uh, you know, a year later, I retired my mom, my dad, and then uh, the uh, following year, I retired my wife. That's fire. And then I, at the same time, I pulled myself out of the field. I haven't yeah. been out in the field in, like, four years. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fire. So it's like, through that gamble, like you said, that one gamble that I took on myself, it just, and then after that, just fast forward, now we're not just talking about those. Like, now we have 10 to 15 people that 10 to 15 companies that work for us. Yeah. Um so it's like think about how many lives we've changed just by that one gamble we I took on myself. Yes, sir. So it's it's, it's very true, you know, that that gamble on, your, on yourself is just yeah, it it's is. the best one. That yeah, is. There's no going wrong with that. Let's go. All right. Well, this is another
1: episode of Adversity Kings. We appreciate you. And if people can find you on
0: social media? Yes, sir. Yeah. So I have a The uh, business page is going to be uh, landscaping experts. We have uh, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, YouTube. And then I also have a personal page, which is Alex Guzman Official.
1: Alex Guzman, everybody. Peace out. We'll see you guys.